Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Miss Kamei Show. I'm your host, Miss Kamei, and I am broadcasting live from the entertainment capital of the world, Las Vegas, Nevada. Uh, I'm bringing you sunshine, uh, even though we don't have a lot going on in the city right now due to our, our current uh, shelter-in-place conditions. It doesn't really look like Las Vegas, <laughs> uh, but we are here in Las Vegas today, and I have the honor, the, just the great honor of interviewing Laura Bewer. She is a notary coach. Um, she's just an amazing, amazing notary professional in the notary world. She's doing so much to help other notaries and coach other notaries. I was connected to Laura uh, through Bill Soroka, who I interviewed a few weeks ago here on the Miss Kamei Show. Um, Laura and Bill do a, a great TNT Tuesdays. Uh, live Zoom they've been doing for quite some time um, that really is for us uh, the, the learning notary. So welcome to the Miss Kamei Show, Laura. Thank you so much for joining me. I'm excited to be here. I am so excited. There's so much to talk about uh, about you. <laughs> and so I want to start with this great little e-meetup that you launched today, you and Bill Soroka. Um, it's labeled uh, Notary Light. Mm -hmm. Sounds great, less filling. And I had the pleasure of being on uh, that e-meetup today. And so talk to us about that. Well, how did, how did that, you know, come to, to, come to fruition for you? What, what's your purpose and intention behind that? And what purpose is it really going to serve for us? So all great questions. I, um, I've been around since 2004. So just my 16th year of being a notary and within the first couple of years i really struggled on my own and i felt very isolated working in my little silo and i was excited about what i was learning and doing the work but i was all by myself in it and um i had an opportunity to just work with one other person and i thought wow you know what if we could just get together some notaries who are willing to talk with each other and um and that we didn't call it a meetup then because that term didn't even exist then there was sure. no platform back when i started there was no smartphone there was no nothing <laughs> you know, we're talking really old school and um we just met for coffee you know it was a small group sometimes only two or three of us up to five of us and i was one of the five so it was really small and we exchanged information about what was working what's not working uh new ideas how to get my name out there um, if I can't take a job, can you take it for me? Do you know how to handle this kind of work? Uh, do you know who might handle this? And we started to share with each other. And what we found is that um, there was a lot of uh, crossing over that we had complementary kinds of things going on. So one notary owned a shipping center. So she owned a shipping center and that was her notary business. Well, you know, uh, she's in the store all day. She can't be running out the hospital. So when she needed right. a mobile notary, she would refer them to me. And people call me for my service, but they want to come to an office and I'm not an office notary, I'm a mobile notary. Right. So I'd say, hey, if you don't need to pay a travel fee, you've got transportation, you're not my client, let me tell you where you can go and get it done, no appointment, and I'd send them back to her. And I yeah. have three or four of those. Uh, and, I, and what happened is I started thinking, who else can we include? Who else are notaries that maybe are doing other things that we could help each other with? And that's how it started to grow. And it pretty much stayed around 10, 12 people for a lot of years. Meetup came along in 2009. 
and I used that platform to grow it a little bigger. And then I got to like 20, 30 people. But then what happened is people were joining it and they were no way physically able to come to Modesto, California. Right? <laughs> but they'd met me at a conference or they'd seen me doing something else. Maybe I taught them a class because I teach for the National Notary Association. And uh, they were, I think, hoping to get information. Maybe I would be posting it, but that's not how Meetup works. The whole right. idea of a Meetup is, you use a platform so that you meet in person. Correct. So now here it comes along. I've been having these meetups all this time and we just had our last one before the shelter in place order. And uh, we won't have another one until um, the end of May. And that may not even happen. And I thought, one, how do I have a meeting? Because I still want to connect with my notary colleagues. And sure. two, you know, I feel bad that I've got 150 people on my meetup platform and only about 20 can participate. So there's where the e-meetup. And I thought, what if I just turned it around and we hold an e-meetup and that way it doesn't matter where you live or what time frame you're on, join me at nine o'clock and we'll do the same thing. And so what yeah. you experienced today was exactly that, where I have a, a, a topic. There's some things that it's not as manageable. So when you have 20 people, you can go around the table and everybody says, hey, I'm Laura, I'm from Modesto. I do this, 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 and that. Right. Uh, this is the kind of thing I'm having trouble with i'd like a tip about this but when you have 116 people right on the line it makes it a little difficult so we're gonna you know work on that part of it and the interaction part of it because that's what i want to have happen i want this to be a place for people to feel connected and to feel safe to say you know i was thinking about doing this anybody have experience with that or i right. tried this it didn't work how can I tweak it so it will work? Right, and so right. those are the things, or trust assignments, which was today. Yes, yeah. I didn't know I could do that. I thought attorneys just did that. <laughs> uh, I thought you had to have special training for that. Uh, right. So that's what I'm hoping to uh, do is uh, illuminate the possibilities for notaries beyond the world of loan signings. Yeah. I do loan signings like everybody else, but you know, I consider that to be a one-trick pony. If that's all you do and right. real estate goes down, you're in trouble, yep, which happened in 2008. Right. And that's how I realized, holy crap, I, I, I need to uh, have more variation. I, I need to diversify. And I was using general work as a filler. Oh, I've got 20 minutes here, half hour here. I'll go ahead and, and take this job and fill in. I didn't think about getting it with purpose or developing right. specialization within it. Sure, sure. Well, and that's the beauty of being a notary, being a signing wow. agent. Um, there are so many funnels of work as a notary. There are so many things that we can do um, with, with general notary work um, right. that, like you said, you know, many notaries really have no idea uh, mm -hmm. the volume or the capacity in a sense mm -hmm. that they can actually, you know, work and serve their community as a notary. Um, I've been a, a legal professional for uh, almost two decades now. Yeah. And so being a notary in the legal world is normal. You know, when, when, you, when you're a paralegal or a legal assistant, you really like that's kind of part of the job <laughs> yeah. because you know we we do have documents that need to be notarized and mm -hmm. and obviously they vary by state so when you really start to look at the the career you know we're talking a career not a job when you look at the career of a notary of a of a signing agent um there there's the, the possibilities are endless there are so many 
um, you know, revenue generating opportunities um, as a notary. And that's why I uh, became a certified signing agent. That's why I got involved in the real estate industry um, as well, because I saw the funnel, you know, the ability to um, highlight my skills um, and implement them into the job of, of the notary as well, um, which sounds like something that you decided and, and realized early on in your career. Yeah. Um, the e meetup that you had this morning, um, the living trust information, it was so informative. Uh, for for those of you that are watching this interview, you guys really need to connect uh, with Laura. You need to uh, find out the schedule. I know you're going to share with us, you know, what the schedule is uh, for these e meetups. Uh, but it was very, very valuable. It covered just I don't think you left anything out about living trust. The documents in the trust. Um, you kind of touched on what you know some of the documents were in a living trust, um, you know, the notary's role in, in the whole entire situation, how um, a notary can actually uh, go into, uh, let's say, you know, to sign a, or notarize a power of attorney, and you can actually have a conversation with, you know, your client about, you know, you might have a living trust, you, you might go talk to a lawyer or, you know, a legal professional, get some legal advice, you know, about, a living trust and then you know you explained just so intricately how that can actually circle back and come back around to you the notary to actually be called upon to notarize a, a you know clients just you know from his power of attorney to now his whole living trust and all of the documents involved in that which is more money you know yeah, generating absolutely. more revenue yeah it is. so uh, just so much value and and like what you and bill are doing as as i've shared with you before it is invaluable to us as notaries i've i've only been um involved in the signing agent business for the last mm -hmm. five years and so i consider myself a rookie compared to you and bill <laughs> and um just the the knowledge the wealth of information that we receive from you laura is so invaluable. And so I personally thank you for hosting the e-meetup, for putting it together, for allowing us to reach out and join you all the way in Modesto yeah. <laughs> today uh, for this invaluable information. I certainly, certainly learned a lot. Um, so I really wanna talk about you. I wanna talk about Laura. You're always the one on the camera. You're always the one leading. You're always, you know, coaching us and mentoring us. Um, and recently, since the whole uh, coronavirus uh, pandemic, you've actually started uh, researching uh, emergency orders regarding remote online notarizations um, because so many changes happen just so quickly. Um, and so I want to talk about that. Like, kind of, let's go back to way before Laura, coachmelaura.com, right? Let's go right. back, way back before that. Tell us where you worked, um, you know, what industries did you support? Where did your experience come from? How did that tie into you, you know, really being very passionate about these emergency orders and you know the statute statutorily what is written for us as notaries and helping us understand um those statutory laws that we have to follow i want to know where that came from because that's a very very isolated very specific um area of practice so i'm very curious to know where that came from so you'll probably be surprised but it was the food industry so i started right out of college working quality assurance and of course, I had to deal with USDA and FDA regulations, and I had to know 
um, you know, what kinds of um, testing and analysis was required uh, for our products. I had to develop um, systems to proactively identify uh, issues that could happen with the products. Uh, and I did that from the age of 18. I did that for about, oh my God, 15 years. And wow. I left, you know, as a superintendent of quality assurance. And I worked for uh, companies like Bandy Camps and ConAgra, some pretty big companies. And that took me from Southern California to Northern California. And what I loved about doing the QA work was that I was the company's conscience. I was the person protecting the public, right, from them. Yeah. And, yeah. and if the box said there were 16 ounces of fish in the box, that there was 16 ounces. And that if it said it was a cheese enchilada, it, that's what we got in there and not something right. else. So I was the person out there keeping that balance between production and profit and public safety. Public okay. safety with bacteriological testing, all of that. So um, I got to about, I moved here and I saw the writing on the wall for manufacturing in California. It just wasn't going so well. And I had an opportunity to just do something else. And I jumped ship from food processing and I became a heart valve uh, program manager, which is like, what? How does that anything yeah. to do with food? What happened there? <laughs> but they needed somebody with my background, my quality assurance regulatory background to help with a retrospective um, uh, recall of heart valves. And it's never been done before back then. This is in 93. Yeah. You could recall a part from your car, but recalling a heart valve was another story. Yeah. And so it meant researching and trace and trace skipping and all of that um, to find these patients, assuming they were still alive, and, right. and hooking them up with their doctors, because we couldn't talk to them directly about medical information, to find out um, if they should actually have another surgery done to have it replaced. Because if it went bad, there was no saving you. It was done. Right. And, so and if, if it happened in a hospital, it was done. Right. And in the legal world, if that were to happen, mm -hmm. uh, the liability exposure Just, to that right. company, yes, was would, would, would have been detrimental. I mean, it could have, you know, completely crumbled, you know, the corporation. Oh, so absolutely. very important job. Yeah. So very it was important. really, uh, I, I led a team of people that did that and we successfully identified, I want to say it's in the 90 percentile. We went and found one at a time, um, tens of thousands of patients. And either we found, you know, they passed away or we found they were fine or we found that we could hook them up with a current doctor, but we had resolvement for, I don't know, it was like almost 95%, which was just incredible because nobody had tried to do this before. The yeah, system wasn't yeah. really in place. So we were kind of on that cutting edge. And um, I did that and grew within that company. Uh, the company itself uh, is, was Medic Alert. And some of you may know it. Yes. If you ever think about those bracelets, and yes. there's an 800 number on the back. Actually, it's a 209 number. Uh, there's a big fight about that area code, and we won. Uh, and so I ended up becoming a vice president by the time I left there, uh, managing a call center for Hotline. Um, and it was where the paramedics would call to say, hey, I've got this person with a bracelet on. What can you tell me? Okay. Uh, and so I was wow. doing that. And again, I, I was uh, managing the operations and trying to identify how can we do a better job supporting uh, these clients. And the clients were pretty much people who had hidden conditions, were older people. And um, I really, really enjoyed doing that work, but I wasn't very hands-on because the higher up the ladder you go, the farther away right. the public you serve. 
And I was just about this public service. I love that. And so um, I, after about 10 years there, I decided, you know, I want to have my own destiny. I'm tired of working for another company and I want to be closer to the customer I serve. So I quit that job. I walked away from a six figure salary as a vice president and said, I'm starting my own business. Now that wasn't notary. My first business was a facility for elderly. And I bought a facility and it was a six bed, one of these little six bed houses. And I did that for five years. And I gave baths and bought groceries and did doctor's appointments and managed these six six people's lives so that they had activity and they were fed and clothed and everything was done for them. And I I really liked doing that. But about the Uh third, fourth year into it, I hurt my back and I just Uh couldn't lift patients anymore. And I realized this was not going to take me through retirement. I was just going to have to get out of this and figure out something else. But while I was the administrator and owner, I became a notary. I did that because I couldn't get notaries to come into my facility to notarize for my clients. They're like, your people are slow and they don't have ID and they don't know what they're talking about. I don't know if they're coherent. You know, every excuse in the book. You know, I just don't want to do it. So getting things notarized was a real pain back then. And uh-huh. uh, I decided, well, I'm just gonna become a notary. And then it, it turned out I couldn't notarize for them because I was the administrator. But right. I could notarize for people in other facilities and hospitals and I became very connected in the hospital medical facility arena. And that's wow. where I was like getting some work here and there. And my friend who put herself through law school to be an attorney, she said, you know, why don't you do this NSA stuff? Because, you know, you could make some good money. And that way, when you have one bed that's not taken, yeah. you're in a six bed, you don't make money till the sixth bed. Got right? it. Uh, you know, five beds just to pay the expenses. You don't make much Got money. <laughs> so I said, okay, that's a good idea. And so I started doing that. And I realized that was my exit strategy. And by my fifth year, I had built up enough business that I sold that other business to somebody else. They kept it going. And I became a notary full time. And I just loved it. Yeah, uh, And I found out there was a lot more opportunity. So that was in 2005. I sold it starting okay. into 2006. And I did something that probably people m- m- would be thinking you're crazy, but I took any money that I had made. Um, and I said, you know what? I'm going to pay to go to a conference. I need to understand what's available. Is there any opportunity besides just, you know, paying $10 for a notarization? Right. And I went to an NNA conference in, in Las Vegas, Nevada. Oh, and it was 2,000. I mean, 2,000 notaries. It was huge. It was just yeah. big time. Yes. And I was so taken aback. I had no idea what kind of business this could really be. And said, okay, uh, I, I have my marching orders. I know what I'm going to do. And this is going to be my life. This is seven days a week. This is center of the plate. This is not a side business. Yeah. And they have a gala event uh, the last night. Right. And I came in late and I sat at a back table where some staff were. I didn't know them or anything, but I just took a seat. And we had a great time and chit-chatted. And during the conversation, by the end, they said, you know, have you ever thought about teaching uh, notary law classes? And I thought, well, my background is not teaching. That's not what my education. My education's in actually a business and and food processing technology science and right. said you know we could teach you the material but we think you'd be a good fit why don't you apply and that became the connection for me with the nna yeah. and they, I, uh, I interviewed i ended up being hired and i've been teaching for them 
uh, for 14 years uh, in Central California. And, and that's where you can see I had regulatory life in the food business, regulatory life with that recall of the heart valve, and now regulatory life uh, with uh, the notary world. Because through yeah. the NNA, I had to learn, you know, I, I had to know more than all other notaries. Right. Right. I, I need to be the authority. So it meant I had to read the law, understand the law, and I had to look outside of just the handbook. You know, what other resources were there? Uh, and then do my business because I was an independent contractor for them. Uh, and I only did that two or three times a month. And the rest of the time, I'm growing my business. So that's kind of how I got there. But you can kind of see there was a pattern of sure. my connection to public service and protecting the public and serving the public just yes. in different uh, industry. Yes. Uh, yeah. And anybody who knows me knows I have been teaching all this time. I, in the last five years, I started doing a hotline for them uh, as well. And that's what really made a difference because I knew California like the back of my hand. But I couldn't tell you what Texas is doing or Nevada was doing. I didn't know the big picture. Once yeah. I had to start learning all 50 states and reading the laws for all 50 states, my eyeballs about popped out of my head. <laughs> I, oh my God, you know, what I can do here, you can't do there. You can do that, but I can't do that. It's right. incredibly different. And I thought, how notaries barely know their own laws. Right faced with documents from other states. They can't even figure out what the blanks are because the wording is so different, even though it's an acknowledgement. Um, and I just saw, gosh, there's a bigger need. People need one-on-one -on -one coaching. It's yes. not enough for whatever training. And you know, a lot of states don't even have training. Right. That's mm -hmm. kind of my big deal is there's not, uh, there's a big disparity. If yes. you're in California, you take a six-hour mandated training class, you're a proctored exam, and if you can't do that, you can't be a notary. But you could go to Arizona or somewhere else and pay the fee and get your commission. And that's wow. it. You're done. No wow. background screen, none of that other stuff. So yeah. not all notaries are equal. Not all yes. notaries get the opportunity to have good training, good yes. support yes. for that training. And I see it when I take hotline calls, or I see it when I'm on a Zoom call. And they're asking very basic questions. And the reason is, is that they didn't get that information. Correct. And so somebody needs to be out there giving it. Right. 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 Or at least, at least helping people to understand where, go, where to go look. Sure. Sure. Right? And sure. that's probably my biggest one is, so I try to teach people to fish. I will give an answer, but I will also say, look, here's where you can find this. Yes. Here's what you should have in your bag of tools. Yes. Yes. Uh, and I think that's what's important. And that, again, is what, what pushed me. Uh, towards this idea of education and coaching. And if I, can, if I can help one notary at a time, then I'm doing my job, then I'm doing what I want. Um, and you know, they have a saying, like when you save one life, it's as if you save the world. Right, right. And there's a saying about that. And to me, it's if I can teach one notary, then all the people that that one notary comes in contact with, it will be better for them. Yes, yes. Right? And so that's what I hope. So let me ask you this, um, because, you know, being a public servant and having a heart of service for your community and being an advocate for, for the people in your neighborhood, where, where does that come from for you? Do you know why, why that is about you? What, why do you have such a heart and compassion and concern and empathy 
for for your community and uh, the people around you? Do you have any idea? I'm not sure, other than, uh, you know, I'm the first generation United States. Um, my grandparents came from the old countries and yeah. uh, escaped, you know, uh, tyranny and all of that and, and made it to the United States. And, you know, they made a life because others gave them a, a hand up, not a handout, but a hand up. Yes. And they started their own business, you know, selling yardage. Uh, and, and, um, and they made it because of the, the generosity of others who saw a need and mm -hmm. tried to help. And I think for me, when I see the need, I have to help. Yeah. And if I can't help, maybe I can find somebody else who can give the help. Right, right. Well, you do an excellent job at helping us. You absolutely, absolutely do. Um, like I've shared with our audience, I've connected with you and I've been watching uh, the TNT calls for several weeks. You know, some weeks I'll go and not, you know, get on a call and then I get on a call and it's like I was never gone, <laughs> you know, um, and, and just you're just doing such an amazing job and I'm so I am so grateful for you and the things that you're doing um let's talk about um let's talk about re um, remote online notarization there's mm. there's a lot of conversation there's a lot of buzz going on right now um and you know I don't want to dive too deep into it because that definitely yeah. is not what our what our uh, you know what my interview with you is today um but you know like what would you say to a, a commissioned notary Mm -hmm. who has, you know, met all of the statutory requirements to become um, an e-notary in their state. Uh -huh. And they have completed, you know, their, their commission and their application, and they are now commissioned as an e-notary. What would you say to them about remote online notarization? You know, give me like the top five, you know, directives that you, that you would give us. So I, I see remote notarization just like I see general notarization versus NSA. It's a piece of the pie. There's going to be, first of all, all of the emergency orders and all of the existing bills that have been put in place before emergency orders. None of those require you to do RON. It's, they're permissive. So Correct. it allows you to do it, but you're not forced to do it. Correct. And for me, I, I'm not allowed currently because I'm in California, but I see that uh, RON is not the world right? It's one of the ways in which I can deliver service, but right. not everybody qualifies for it. Not yeah. everybody uh, wants to do it that way. And not all notaries want to do it that way. So I see that there's always this, you know, traditional uh, type of notarization that is always going to be in our business. I don't yeah. care whether it's loan signings, trust, whatever it is. Um, and so if you're already commissioned and you're already in this business, um, I, I, encourage you to think about just as you might add another specialty like loan signings or hospital work think yeah. of it as another specialty ron is just another specialization mm -hmm. that allows you to deliver your service in a in a different manner you're still doing the same things yeah you're just yeah. doing it a little differently and um whether that's going to be you know 10 percent of your business or 50 percent of your business is up to you Right. Uh, you're, you're not going to be forced uh, to, to make that your business. Correct. And you know, if you like notarization, but you don't like the travel and you like this idea of being able to do it from your, you know, kitchen <laughs> and even better, there we go, even better, 
uh, because now you've found something you like to do and you can do it from home. Yeah. So I, yeah. I, I, just, uh, I just think that notaries in their effort to want to protect the public and they're worried about its safety, yes, I'm concerned about is it safe enough. Um, I also know that traditional notarization has issues as well. It's not okay. like <laughs> imposters don't get past us, right? right? It's not like documents aren't forged. So these things happen. You do the best you can with the tools you have, and yes. you try to get better at those tools. Um, yes. And traditionally, it's through education and being better at examining the IDs. And with technology and the um, ID proofing and credential analysis that goes on besides the KVAs, besides you looking at the ID, um, right. you still have a job to do. And so I encourage people to participate in it if you think this is a specialty that you'd like to go into. You could hang back and just do, you know, like that Coke classic, you know, notary classic. That's how I do it. You know, I got to see you in an office and touch you know, everything. And, and there's a place for that. There will yes. be a place for that. Yes, yes. Great point. Great point. Um, because I look at uh, remote online notarization as the future. Yeah. I look at it as a very innovative streamlined process for us to do our, for us to get our job done. I will mm -hmm. say that. Um, but I am very, very innovative. I have a very forward thinking mindset. My um, paper and clutter is like paper and clutter to me. <laughs> and, um, you know, going into an online virtual remote world um, as a legal professional, yeah. I have. I've worked remotely for many years um, in, in the legal world. I've been um, electronic, electronically signing documents for years. Mm -hmm. um, obviously, you know, through, through protected and safe measures, of course. Um, so to me, I am elated about um, the opportunity. Um, I also understand the nuances of the industry and the technology that is being put in place that has to be approved, that has to be authorized. Um, you know, the kind of the red tape that, that, that the industry is going to have to go through, you know, in order to, to, you know, move this forward. There are states like Virginia who have been performing um, remote, you know, online notarizations sure. for, for several years. And right. they have, you know, like you said, there's problems in all of the work. It's, right. it's not just one specific, specified area. Um, so for me, I am extremely excited, you know, to add that to, you know, add e-notarization e uh, to my uh, practice areas. Right. Again, um, you know, highlighting the service, providing that service, you know, um, and not that that's where my business is going, where all my business is going to come from. It's going to be right. another option, another, you know, a, a way for me to, to do my job as a notary. I agree. Um, and if you're going to get into this, here's what I highly recommend. If it was a bill that was passed and it was already in place before, read that statute. Yes. Find out step by step what's required of you and uh, what technology, investigate the technology. There's a dozen platform providers out there. They're yeah. not all the same. They right. all have the credential analysis part of it. That, that pretty much is. But their fee structures are not the same. Correct. And so there's an expensive way to do it, you know, and then there's a less expensive way to do it. So yes. you want to check them all out before you commit yourself uh, to one of these um, tech companies that yeah. are, are providing the service. 
Um, and, and just make sure you know what's okay for you right. to do. Every state is different. So if you hear somebody is using Zoom, uh, but that's not okay in your state. That might be New York, let's say. But it's not in your state. Don't be doing that. Use Correct. what they're telling you. And I will tell you, there's commonality, a lot more commonality happening as people are passing bills. They're all wanting this third-party platform. They want credentialing. Yes. Um, they want you to sign up with the Secretary of State. Some want training. So know what's right for you in your state. And it may or may not look like what your colleague is doing you know, in another state. Correct. And that's okay. Just do it right for you. Correct. Correct. Um, as a notary in Nevada, mm -hmm. uh, Nevada does require a right. training uh, for you to pass uh, to um, be commissioned as an e-notary. Right. You have to uh, pass the examination and with a passing score and uh, you have to send in your application to the Secretary of State. You also, uh, the first uh, requirement is that you have to have been a notary, a commission notary for four years uh, before you can even consider uh, being commissioned as an e-notary. Um, there are several platforms that the Secretary of State for Nevada only allows as your solutions provider. Right. And, um, and your solutions provider, for those of you who don't know, that is where you get your digital certificate and your electronic signatures and your seals and what houses and, and maintains the safekeeping of um, the actual notarization that you do. Right. And so you definitely have to research uh, your state, Secretary of State statutes. Um, for Nevada, we, you know, e-notarization was uh, adopted into law in July of 2019. And so our law was not affected by uh, COVID-19. <laughs> we, we was already in place. So we don't have, um, you know, an emergency order because, it, you know, the law was already adopted. Right. But tell us about the videos that you have put together for each or respective states that you've done the research, because that is something that I think is extremely, extremely helpful and valuable to notaries who are, um, you know, trying to keep up with uh, the emergency orders that are in place. Yeah. Talk to us about that. Where can we find those videos on your website? Sure. So one, I, I think I have about 10 of them so far that I've uploaded and eat and so you can go state by state on my website and it's COVID-19 is the page my website is coachmelora.com when you click on COVID-19 you'll find the states I've already done so what I've done is I've read the uh, emergency orders and that's what I'm going after first are the states with emergency orders and I'm letting them know okay under this emergency order this is what you're allowed to do and then realize that there's an end date Right. And if they have a real bill that was sitting there from before not ready, it may roll into that. And those might be different rules than the emergency order allowed. Uh, or if there is no bill at all, then that's it. So you only have remote for a few months. So you right. really need to know that. So I try to identify those, the start dates, the end dates, um, and what any special requirements are. Each video might be three to five minutes long because yes. I'm just covering the one state. And I do intend to get all of them done it is uh believe me a mouthful uh, to, <laughs> to talk about but that's where i'm gonna house them all of course if you're a notary and you're a member of the nna and you want to know about the emergency order for your state you can call the hotline right and they have access to all of that information and they can tell you for your state what your requirements are as yes. well but i wanted a place where um where you didn't have to just make notes you could watch it 
some people are very visual. I'm a visual yes. person. Yes. And yes. sometimes reading it isn't enough. Right. I see it. I have to hear it. Uh, well, and I think sticks. something something that you do is you do you you give us real world te terminology explanations. So, and I've watched your your videos, your uh -huh. emergency order videos, and um, you know you will read what the emergency order says, right. and then you will go back and you will say, okay, so what this means is this, and. Then you will, like you said, you like to teach us to fish, right? right? So you always do say, go to your your Secretary of State website, go research the statutes. You know what? This is just the emergency order that I'm, you know, discussing. Right. It's going to change or it's going to end on this date. So I mean, and it's great resource, great reference. Um, like you just serve all of our needs. I don't know where else we really need to go <laughs> besides well, the NNA. Besides the NNA hotline, I'm going to tell you, I love doing that work. One is I get questions from people that I, I'm thinking, wow, this is happening. Let me figure this out. Uh, yeah. Because there's always a little twisty uh, between the signer, the environment, something. Uh, yeah. that doesn't make it so straightforward. So that's what I love is I'm constantly learning new information right. uh, by doing that work and, and connecting with notaries across the United States. So, and I love it when a TNT person calls in, they're like, you're the, that's you, you're that Laura, yeah. <laughs> the TNT Laura. Yeah. Yep, that's me. I'm here to answer yeah. questions. So they're really <laughs> pleasantly surprised when they happen to get me. Uh, so I love yeah. that. So I, I also have um, YouTube videos that I put out once a week. Those are uh, as short as three minutes, as long as 10 or 15. And it's on a particular topic again, to try to help, um, uh, help notaries understand in, in everyday language about a particular uh, topic. So you can watch those or you can subscribe to my YouTube channel. I have a channel, Laura Beaver, just go there and then you'll get those every week. And finally, I do have a video series. Uh, that's a, um, right now it's a seven videos, an hour to two hours long each on different topics. Trust was one of them. And that's where I go more in detail. Yeah. I'm showing you every document, showing you how it works, what to say, all of that. And uh, if you go to my homepage and scroll to the bottom, you can click on that and get more information about it. And what I love that I worked out with Bill is that it's a one-time fee. You buy it and you don't ever have to pay any more money, even though about every quarter I'm adding another one and another one. Okay. And okay. you get to just keep getting those free. You don't need to ever pay again. And what uh, is the, what's your, your cost for that, for access to those oh, videos? So it's $97 for the video series. But here's what I'm going to tell you. This morning, we told everybody that if you're a TNT follower, there's a discount for you. And if you're on my e-meetup, we're going to extend that to you. And if anybody watches this, I'm going to extend it to you. So if you use the code TNT for the coupon code, you'll get a 15% discount on that. Oh, that's so okay. generous of you. And there's you no expiration on it. Whenever you want to do that, that's uh, perfectly fine. The next skill builder coming is Apasti work. And I'll be talking about what that is and how it works and how can a notary include some of that uh, within their own work Okay. as another line of revenue. Yeah, absolutely. So they can uh, go to your website, coachmelaura.com. Mm -hmm. And they can subscribe to your video series and yeah. uh, the $97 fee uh, one will time. be one, one time forever yeah. fee. And that will be, uh, as you so generously have offered, uh, with that TNT coupon code discount, we'll, we'll give them 15% off of right. your video series. And for our audience who, who are watching, you know, again, 
this very well could be your first time uh, meeting Laura. Um, she is an amazing resource, amazing, amazing resource. Um, and I do want to say that you give away a lot of information. You do a lot for free that you're not charging people for. So, um, you know, connecting with Laura, going through her website, again, uh, coachmelaura.com, where you can find all of her videos on the emergency orders. Mm -hmm. um, you can find her video series where you can get that 15% discount. Um, you can follow her, you can connect with her for her e-meetups, and also those, those TNT calls with her and Bill Soroka. And um, who else joined you on that call? Carol Ray with Carol Ray. Pro. Yes, 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 Carol Ray. The three of you guys do the, the TNT our, call. The three amigos. Um, yeah. Yes. The information that you guys are going to get um, from these individuals um, is immeasurable. You will not find it any anywhere else. And not only are there videos that you guys are doing, but there's books. Yeah. Uh, um, I'm, you do coaching, one-on-one -on -one coaching as well. You I offer do. I teach some live courses. Uh, as well as ongoing coaching. If somebody wants uh, me in their back pocket to call me when they're at the table and they got a question and they need to send over a picture of a document on the phone to say, I don't know what to do with this. I'm at the table with the client. I'll help them. So um, that's another service that I provide uh, as well. Wonderful. And then, uh, speaking, there's a notary symposium. It will be coming up in November. It's the fifth year in Northern California that will be holding it. It's about 100, we limit it to 100 people and it's a great way to connect. This year, I'm hoping that we're yes. gonna have a live uh, yes. conference. Uh, <laughs> we'll see what happens, but I am working on plan B if there's an issue with that. Nice, nice, yeah. We, we definitely are looking forward to that for sure. In closing, I know we ran over a little bit, but I, I really wanted to highlight you. I really, you. Um, in all of the content of you that I've watched, I really wanted to talk about Laura. And I wanted to, to get to know who Laura is, where Laura came from, how she became so fabulous today. <laughs> um, and so I really, really wanted to highlight you. So, so tell me this, Laura, for, for people that are watching, um, what would you say to, to a professional who is, you know, like you uh, at a company, at a corporation making six figures, but they, their, their, their heart, their passion just isn't there? And they're really being pulled in this direction of, you know, entrepreneurship right. because you've done it not only once, not only twice, but you've done it a few right. times. And the fear of not knowing, the fear of not having that paycheck every two weeks, the fear of the unknown, you know, that can, can really handicap somebody, if you will, from even considering quitting their six-figure job and going into business for themselves. So what would you tell that person? What would you tell that person that's on the fence, that really sees that their passion is, is in public service um, and in really working for themselves? What would you tell them to just to make the jump, just to do it? What would you tell them? So although it looked like I jumped from you know career to career, uh, I will tell you that uh, the first thing I did once I made that decision that that's what I needed to do is I didn't walk in and say I quit. Um, I started doing the footwork. So I had to go get, you know, when I did that first facility, I had to go take education. I had to pass an exam uh, to get my administrator's license. And I had to learn about that business because I didn't know anything about it. When I became a notary, I went in full in and I found out everything I needed to know uh, and when I decided I was going to let go of a facility and do something that was just me, 
um, I again, I started saying, okay, this is a real business. I have real business experience. How do I apply that? And to make that jump a little less scary, I educated myself, not just about being a notary, but about being a business owner and about what are the resources available to me. And, and the Small Business Administration is a great help yeah. um, financially, as well as other kinds of resources. Um, uh, reaching out to other people who do what I do. I went out and interviewed other people who were already in the business yes. right, to find out how does this work and how do you keep it going? I think you can do that without losing your paycheck. And when you have enough of that and that helps make you comfortable that you can get started. And if you have the kind of job that would allow you to do a little of the work on the side, right? right? right. Those are the little steps because when you put them all together and maybe that takes you a few months, it might take you six months before then you say, you know what? I'm ready to roll. Yes. Um, I cannot tell you that one day I decided I want to work for myself. I quit today. I'll figure it out tomorrow. <laughs> I figured it out and started tasting it a little bit before I took the jump. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody said to me one day, and I'll, I'll share this in closing. If you spent 40 hours a week doing what you are in love with doing, yeah. don't you think you're going to generate more than what this J-O-B, more than what this job is paying you? And you won't you be fulfilled? Won't you be happy? Won't you be, uh, you know, you're, it, it's going to fuel your passion, the thing that keeps you awake at night, if you will. Yeah, and, and it, it makes you more productive uh, in your community, in your correct. work, and more correct. satisfied, you know, correct. with what you do. And I want correct. you to just come circle back around real quickly to the coronavirus and what's happening. And I yes. want you to be thinking about how things are happening. If you are digital economy, you're surviving. And yes. you'll probably end up in a better place after this is all over. Oh, yes. Because you're using your online skills, right, to make yes. your living. Correct. Yes. So you're a knowledge worker. Yes. If you work with your hands worker and you can't translate that over into the digital world, you're suffering now and you're going to yes. suffer more after. Yes. So it really think about what the future is. Where's the future going? And it's going digital. It, that is where it's going. Just like yes. the lawn for us. Yes. You know, I can notarize by hand and on paper forever. Right. Really, if I don't keep up with where things are going, I will end up in that other category. Yes. Yes. Very true. Very true. I think that all of us can, you know, take a step back, especially with, you know, shelter at home uh, in place. Right. We, we, now is the time to take a step back mm -hmm. and, you know, and, and I don't want to get into this too much, but look at how your employer is treating you during this pandemic right. and, and really be real with yourself and honest with yourself about how, how, or if you're valued and how or if, you know, you, uh, you really mean something to the employer that you work for. Mm -hmm. uh, now is the time to ask that question. If you can't right. to that, if you don't feel that your, uh, your corporation you work for values your safety and your health and your life and the life of your family loved ones, right. now is the perfect opportunity for you to look into becoming a notary. <laughs> Absolutely. And how, and how you can, yes, and how you can serve the public um, and also, you know, provide a, uh, you know, a career uh, revenue generating opportunity for you and your family. Great point that you made. Great point. Laura, in closing, 
where can people find you? I know your Twitter, YouTube, your website, you know, give us the list. Where can uh, our audience connect with you at? So um, my own Facebook page, uh, business Facebook page is at your service mobile notary. So it'd be Facebook forward slash at your service mobile notary. I do a lot of posting there. I am very active in the Facebook forum called California Notary. It's not mine, but I'm very active there. Um, and then if you get the, um, the LBP or Laura Bewer Presents video series, there is a private Facebook group called Laura Bewer Presents, and that's really focused around general notary work. Um, also on my website, I have all my blogs where you can read any of my articles or watch my YouTubes. That's coachmelaura.com. Uh, and I, Jeff, and you know, I, my, uh, homepage has a schedule, a call with Laura. So yeah. if you just want to talk to me about something, you want to ask me something, or you did buy the video and now you have a follow-up question. These are free 15 minute calls that are scheduled around my schedule and I will yeah. talk to you. Yes. That's how we got you booked on the Miss Kamei show. <laughs> it <laughs> works. Booking, yeah, booking, booking a call with you through yeah. your website, which was, was seamless. Thank you so much for joining me awesome. today, Laura. I so appreciate you taking time out of your day, sharing with my audience who you are, um, the amazing, amazing tools and resources that you offer us as notaries in the notary world around the country. What you are doing and the people that you're doing it with are just immeasurable in value um, and tangible resources that we can utilize as professionals. So I thank you so, so much. Thank you. I appreciate what you've done. For those of you that are watching, we will post um, in the comments where you can connect with Laura. I will also remind you guys, um, if you do subscribe to her video series, that uh, coupon code that you can use for the discount and click the link that's flashing on your screen right now and subscribe to Laura's YouTube channel and be notified anytime she uploads a video on YouTube. Thank you so much, Laura. Have a fabulous rest of your day. Stay safe, stay healthy. Love you so much. I will see you on TNT. All right. Thank you, everybody. Bye. -bye. Bye. Thank you.